Um, so, everyone, uh, we'll keep the intro short. Uh, so, welcome to a, a new episode of the Liam and Tyler Sports Talk. Um, you know, obviously we have something to talk about. And uh, you would think as a Jets fan, I'd sound much more depressed. But, you know, I, I think I've gotten over it well. And, I mean, and for all we know, it could still happen with the Jaguars potentially being stupid and winning a game. But, I don't know. I, uh, I, I, I'm not too mad about it. I've definitely gotten over it. But now starting this topic, uh, the Jets have won their first game. Uh, yeah, somehow. As a, as a Jets fan and beating the number one ranked defense. Uh, it really did not make any sense to me. Uh, we knew we were winning that game after the first drive. And just uh, seeing how bad the Rams' offense started. Um, Sam Darnold, who many people would think played well, played okay. He uh, he didn't do anything spectacular, but again, he didn't. Excuse me. He didn't really have that, you know, that one bad pass that he usually throws, which in hindsight usually seals a game. But he didn't th- make that. He didn't throw that pass. Our defense played well. Bryce Hall, our young rookie corner, who's been struggling, got an interception. He played well. You know, it's always good to see younger guys play well, but he didn't do any good for us. Now, why is this win such a bad thing? Is because the Jaguars have the same record as us, and they could pot- and they have jumped us due to strength of schedule because strength of schedule works as they are the same record as us, but they have an easier schedule. So that means they're as bad as us, and they're playing against easier teams, whereas we had a hard schedule. So, obviously, at the time, it was definitely, you know, rough for me as a Jets fan, just thinking about, damn, this could have, this could really cost us Trevor Lawrence. And uh, there was really no positivity that night or last night. It was just us being depressed. And then today, we, we kind of got over it, and then we said, well, you know, it might – not be as likely as it was, but, you know, the Jaguars can still fit a win in their schedule. Uh, like I said, it's not likely. Yeah, their best but, shot comes against the Chicago Bears next week at Jacksonville. So you're going to be well, hoping that they pull well, out a win. They say the Colts might rest their starters week 17, which will also be an opportunity. But, you know, on paper it's not over yet, and, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, imagine, so that's why. imagine that that's the Jaguars' two wins. They lost to every- Everybody, but they sweep the Colts. Yeah, that, that, that'd be pretty funny. Uh, so today I've been... I woke up a little, feeling a little better about it. Uh, and then I woke up and be, and then it was kind of getting to me. And then I said to myself, you know, this is really just a hobby. And I shouldn't be taking this to heart too much. So I kind of just did that. And I started looking at the other options and... Uh, now I'm not I'm not the biggest Justin Fields dude, but I, I but I said to myself he's if we if we end up taking him if we finish with the second overall pick, uh, he just needs to prove me wrong. I mean I I would put all my faith in him, but I, I think the guy who I'd now want to draft is now Zach Wilson. Um, uh, he's obviously he's risen up the draft boards immensely this year. Uh, he's looked like. He's looked apart and becoming, and he's living up to becoming an elite quarterback in the NFL with the way he's played at BYU. And 
after looking at some of his film, a lot of Jets fans are now watching his All-22, which sadly I don't have the film. But they're really discovering that the nickname Mormon Mahomes really does have a meaning. He has that same... This is in no way comparing him to Mahomes, but he always he has that same scrappiness where Mahomes can roll out of the pocket and, you know, either throw across his body, across the field. And Zach Wilson has that quality. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be Mahomes level, but it's something to be. And also, Brett Coleman made a good point here. A lot of – after last night, the Jets fans thought we that we were doomed – I knew that we were going to get a, a good quarterback. It was just that we missed, we potentially missed the opportunity to get a better one, which is, in my opinion, what really hurts because I'm fine with draft. I, I would love Zach Wilson, you know? But. All right. So, sorry about that. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. We didn't hear much of it. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I would love Zach Wilson. Oh, I mean, he's, sure. he, he, he seems very good. And I would love to have that guy on the team. It's just that we had the chance at Lawrence. Now, like I said, it, it could still happen. Yeah. It's just not likely or not that likely. Well, yeah, because they went from a 75% chance to get Trevor Lawrence to now a 29%. But so did the Jags. But regardless. Uh, Sorry. Well, yeah, but we didn't think you'd win a game. So, yeah, this is a this is this is a terrible look for the Rams. I mean, yeah, that's really when when you got dominated by our. I mean, our offensive line has improved. When 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 Mackay Beckham did that to Aaron Donald, I mean, he dominated Aaron Donald on the goal line touchdown. It was uh, it wasn't even funny. Like he he just bullied him, and it was a very weird look. Well, yeah. And Pat Eiflin and Josh Andrews, who are beyond awful in pass protection, were locking Aaron Donald down to only like three pressures and one quarterback hit. And then when Sam Donald somehow broke Aaron Donald's sack, it was just, it was just, yeah, it was, it was so unexpected. I, I, I could have never even dreamed of that, even when I had hope in Sam Donald. Now, what does this mean for Donald? This definitely improves his draft stock. Well. Trade uh, stock. Oh, my bad. Uh, yeah, I think. But I mean, I'd say he probably is worth like a second, and maybe like a future fourth. Like let's say a 2021 second round pick and a 2022 fourth round pick. Let's just say that. Obviously, he didn't have any bad throws really yesterday. He didn't miss anything. He didn't turn the ball over in any way. And overall. This was just a very clean game from him. And uh, also, before we get into this, we would like to uh, uh, commemorate or send our condolences to the Kevin to Kevin Green's family. He was a Jets linebacker coach um, and a Hall of Fame linebacker. So, uh, wait, what happened? Rest in peace, uh, Kevin Green. He's a Hall of Fame linebacker. Am I? I think he he died. How? My guess is like a heart attack. Oh, God. But, I'm, I'm sorry about that. I didn't. I, so, condolences to his friends and family. Yeah. It was sucking something like that happens. But back to. Back to. More. Uh, less tragic here. stuff. Yeah. Well, more tragic stuff for just. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just joking around. Okay. 
Uh, that almost sounded terrible. I'm sorry if anybody took it like yeah. that. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, so. Crap, I feel weird now. Uh, but, yeah, it's a, it, it was a terrible look for the Rams. Yeah. When Donald is throwing the ball somewhat downfield and he's not throwing interceptions, you're doing something wrong. Now, I don't know if this is what Sam Donald usually looks like this year because I've forgotten what it's like to see him play a good game. But, I mean, I'll give it to Sam. He had a good performance. He didn't – he played okay. He he didn't win us the game. The defense won us the game. But, I mean, I, I have to give credit where credit is due. Um, you know, you played a very good game, Sam, even though it really hurt us. Yeah, the, the, most, per, the most harmful win in NFL history. Yeah, it's uh, – I never thought I'd say that. Yeah, my, my grandma, my grandma saw how bummed out I was, and she said, I'm sorry that you guys won, and I was just like, imagine saying that. <laughs> oh, my God. But this was – the Rams' loss was good for the Packers, and same with the Saints' loss. So, I'm happy about that. It doesn't make me feel any better, dude. I know. So, let's get off the tra- – the, oh, my God. The depressing stuff. But, so, our next topic might be depressing for Giants fans, though. Uh, is Daniel Jones the future? Now, so yeah, our next topic is what is the future with Daniel Jones? Um, now, what I think the case with Daniel Jones is, I think that his ceiling in the NFL is an is a slightly above average quarterback. He obviously doesn't have, yeah, well, the arm of some guys, and he definitely doesn't have I, the pocket presence. His pocket presence is the worst I've ever seen. It's really not even funny. Well, yeah, he just runs into sacks. Yeah, where guys like Sam Donald's pocket presence is somewhat still intact. Yeah, but Jesus Christ, uh, yeah, his is uh, his yeah, is like bad. very fucking bad. It's basically a meme at this point. Yeah. So, and now, sorry, I'm. I'm yeah, the Giants have definitely fallen a little bit in the NFC least. No, it's not the NFC least. East, it's the NFC least. Um. Yeah. Uh. Now it's in a rough position because Colin Coward might have a bunch of bad takes, but he made a good one today. Quarterbacks. They get more valuable as draft as the season goes on. Now we went from, you know, just the Jets and J- Jaguars being the locks for drafting a QB. Now we're seeing teams like the Niners, the the Patriots, maybe the Panthers. The, 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 I was just about to say the Panthers, and now the Giants. They could get the. They might not get a good quarterback. They might be stuck taking Mac Jones, who's in my opinion, a little bit of a slightly better NFL quarterback than Daniel Jones. So, they're in a tough situation for a quarterback. I, mean, I guess you can always trade for um, a quarterback. True, but but to answer the question, is Daniel Jones a franchise quarterback of the Giants? I, I simply do not know, to be completely honest with you. Yeah, because... 
Saquon Barkley, his best weapon is out for the year. So that doesn't help anything. Um, but even when, even when you know, Lynn Gomery stepped up. Yeah. And uh, Daniel Jones is still. <clears throat> I don't know. I feel okay. like he commits too many turnovers to be a franchise quarterback. Not, not even that. He doesn't have the X factor of some guys. Now, if we look at the quarterbacks in this draft, yeah. Trevor Lawrence, Fields, Wilson, and even Trey Lance has that X factor or has that potential. Factor, I guess, and I don't see it in Daniel Jones. Yeah, at times you even saw it in Donald. When Daniel Jones is at his best, he's pretty much just like a a pocket passer. Actually, no, I can't say that because he can run. But he's never gonna be insane. You know, he's never gonna have that running around the pocket touchdown. Never that insane. 50-yard throw down the field on the run. He uh, he's, 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 he strives in structure. Now, is that a bad trait to have as a quarterback? No. It's a good trait to have as a quarterback. But when things break down, he doesn't do well. And that's what a lot of people judge their quarterbacks based on, is what happens when the play breaks down. Obviously, guys like Lawrence Fields, and Wilson and Lance can improvise. They can – I should just say the top four quarterbacks in the class because we already know who those are. Yeah, for 2022, man, that thing's looking sexy as hell. Yeah, and even those, they all have the effect. Sam Howell is one of the best quarterbacks I've ever looked at in college. I mean, his, his deep ball yeah, is – he's way better than Fields. Or, yeah, and, and Justin Fields, I have no bias. I mean, yeah, he's way better than Fields. He's not on Trevor Lawrence's yeah, level, that's but that's Trevor Lawrence, so you can't compare that, unless, unless some other generational, or even guys like Slovis. I know he had a bad Pac-12 championship game, but yeah, he, yeah, that was bad. But overall, he's still a really good quarterback. Yeah, and like I said, um, he just doesn't have that itch factor where when things break down, he can, he can. What's it called? He can. Be a good quarterback, and that's, well, that's something Daniel Jones doesn't possess. And now, now, like I said, I never, I never thought Jason Garrett was the greatest hire at offensive coordinator. I thought it was an average hire. I didn't think it was, you know, I didn't think it was, you know, great. I didn't think it was terrible, but I was willing to see what it did, and he's been terrible. But the plays that he's called that have worked. Daniel Jones has not been able to execute. And now, on draft night, they're going to be stuck with the challenge if Daniel Jones continues this up-and-down loop. Yeah, because they're going to have the options of... Kyle Trask, maybe, Matt Jones. I don't don't think a top-four quarterback will fall to that. I actually... If they they stay in the top ten, maybe. Yeah, I can see the big Trey Lance if they stay in the top ten. Yeah, I think Fields. I think if the draft order stays similar to where it is today, and Jags get one, I think that they're gonna get Lawrence. Uh, the I, I would want to just to take Wilson, but 
They have to get him or Fields. And then the Jaguar, and then the Panthers select one of them. The Panthers, I mean, not the Panthers, the Niners could trade up for a guy like Trey Lance. And then the Giants are stuck with, you know, guys like, you know, Kyle Trask, who he had a great college year, but is it going to be good in the pros? Because he has a lot of questions about being a pro quarterback. And so I think that's a big, uh, that's a big question. Yeah. So, so, but I mean, I think these games that he's going to play the rest of the season are going to be very crucial. Yeah, to determine whether I'll, he's a future I'll, I'll, giant or not. I'll break into his film. I I got NFL Game Pass, and I get all the twenty two angles. I'll, I'll look at it, but I, I just don't think that. I mean, unless if he does something the rest of the season, I just don't think he has that it factor. And I think games that highlight that this year, from what I've seen, were the Bucking was the Buccaneers game. The Cardinals, I give him a little bit of a pass because he hurt his hamstring and he wasn't yeah. healthy. But you still just can't defend some of the stuff he did in that game. I mean, he was. Missing guys and stuff. And so, I mean, the Bucks game, you know, you, you turned it on, and the first thing you see, if you were to turn on in the second quarter, you would see Daniel Jones just, just airmailing these throws. He had a perfect yeah. like, you would not want You would not want a route to, to, to develop any better than this one dude's route did. And it was right over the head of him. And, and the announcer said, well, he turned his head too early. No, no. Even the Giants fans admit that was a terrible throw. Yeah, and 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 they can get really biased about Daniel Jones sometimes. Everyone can. Um, and then he was making all these bad reads, and the only reason that made that made his uh, what's it called that made the game look a tiny bit better was the fact that he somehow almost came back in the end, but then on this two point conversion. They ran a flat route with the running back, and he was open for a solid two seconds. And then Daniel Jones throws the ball late, and it allows the defender to come back into the throw. Now, yes, they called a flag, but then they said no pi. I don't think it was pi, but I do get the frustration that there was a flag on the field. Yeah, that was something stupid. maybe needed. I don't think it was pi, but still, I get the frustration about that. But regardless, the throw should have been made completely beforehand. It should have been out two seconds before when even before when he was in the end zone. Just throw it to a place where you can hit him in stride and he carries that to the end zone. That would have been a better situation than waiting like a second and a half. I think that was probably more realistic to the time than you know throwing it when he's getting covered. And I think when he does stuff like that it really shoots him in the foot. And then you know, it's it, it, it's just an emotional roller coaster when you talk about his. Yeah, and then there's a couple other ones. I think the uh, the Rams game mm-hmm. was a big missed opportunity. When you know Daniel Jones, you know he does like to run the ball. And in that game, they were down. They were driving. I forget the score of the game. It was probably like seventeen to ten. Daniel Jones, he has, like, all green grass, five-yard first down. Then he throws the ball, and he throws an interception. And Giants fans, uh, look, they've been through pretty much the same stuff as the Jets fans does. Probably a little bit better, because who knows. Uh, 
but because they have the Super Bowls recently to grab on to. Um, but, I mean, they they are almost at their wits end with Aaron Jones. Only, like, a couple of the guys are holding on to him because he was a first-round pick. I mean, now look, obviously, he's worked out better than Haskins because Haskins oh. – I guess we'll talk about him in this video, I guess, now that I brought up that that statement. Uh, he's been worse than Daniel Jones. We'll, we'll talk about that. Well, we're this. Right. Yeah. Haskins is bad. Yeah, we'll, I'll talk, we'll talk about what we think went wrong and why uh, he is so bad. Uh, but continuing to Daniel Jones just for a little bit more, he just does not seem like an like a elite quarterback. He's going to be – Or even a really good quarterback even. I can see him being a slight. Like I said, he's he's a mundane he's a, quarterback. He's essentially, he has good act. I think a good comparison for him. I think he's he was always the the pre breakout Ryan Tannehill, like the, well, the Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill like that many turnovers. True, but just saying, like when. When they're at their best, when he was at his best with the Dolphins, he, he was a he was a mundane kind of guy. Obviously, Adam Gase didn't help, but regardless, before even Adam yeah. Gase, it, it, he was always he was kind of like Daniel Jones, a, a, a taller, and I believe Tannehill was about six or eight. Yeah, slight uh, athletic um, guy who can get out of the pocket and make some. With us now, there is a difference. Daniel Jones can throw the deep ball better, uh, but they're very similar. Obviously, Tannehill. I, I don't. I don't think the Giants are a bad place for a franchise quarterback. I just think that Tannehill has more talent. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't think Daniel Jones is a franchise. Obviously, he can prove me wrong, and he has time yeah. to do that. But I don't know. I just don't see like the guy who can say, "All right, guys, you know." I, I have to. I'm putting you guys on my back. I just don't see him as a guy who can do that. Oh, yeah, and I, I think to some extent you do mm-hmm. agree. For sure, he just doesn't have the it factor, up and down performance. It is not very consistent. I mean, when he's on, he's on. I mean, he still is very good when he's on. But like, even guys like Sam Darnold and Jameis Winston, who are about to, in like their fourth year, about to be on another team. Even they had, like, more times when they were on, they were really on. Because, like, Darnold, we all knew about his, like, improvising ability. Jameis, he would just have, like, spurts of just amazing, like, accuracy and, you know, just amazing decision-making. But they always had those moments where you just made, just wanted to kill yeah, yourself. Yeah, especially Winston. Yeah, Winston, Sam, Sam was a more of a slow decline where Winston was just, like, 30 turnovers came out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, I mean, 33 touchdowns. Where but... Sam... So. Yeah, that, that probably was way more of a roller coaster than Sam. Sam was... Sam's decline was just a... Slow, painful, a like... Slow drop. Yeah, after the second year, you know, it was just... It was just a, it was just a mess. And, you know, Daniel Jones, he won't... I don't think he'll ever reach those highs. When he's... He, he can't make those... Amazing running around plays or those amazing run around throws across the field. When he's on, he's staying in the pocket. He's making the good reads and he's 
throwing good downfield. That's his thing, and he's never going to be the guy to hurdle defenders. And he he might he probably he could outrun you, but he doesn't have like those a bit like Mahomes. Like you, I was a good play from the like a good example from him in the Saints. He was scrambling. It looked like a dead play. He turns his body around and he throws it sidearmed into the back of the end zone. And it was caught. And those that, that's what the X factor is for me. Just when everything breaks down, you can say, I can do this. And I don't think Daniel Jones really does that well. So, and, and what's your final take on Jones? I, Daniel Jones is very frustrating. Yeah, even I get like, frustrated to watch him sometimes. It. Ugh, I feel like the Giants have to move on, but then again, at the same time, I, you know, I'll give him one more year. I'll give him one more year to prove, and if he doesn't make any significant Im- improvements, then move on. I think when a quarterback does not hit his stride in his second year, no, in his third year, I think I think things. Could definitely, I think that means that. I don't know. I just feel like things are things are falling apart in that quarterback. Like if if, if they're not good in their third year, I would get nervous. This year, we've obviously seen what the third year was like for Sam Darnold. It's yeah. been terrible. Um, and so it's just like you know, it, it, it's really just. I don't know. Like, I think if they're not good by their third year, then you just gotta. I mean, if they show more in their third year, then all right. But if it's like, if it's like the same or very similar, if if it's the same or maybe just a tiny bit better, it's not yeah. worth the keep. Like, uh, I think um, Steve Kine set a new precedent when it comes to drafting quarterbacks. Well, more of that was just to make. I know, but happy. still, he kind of set that precedent. Because he easily could have said, yeah. no, work with Rosen. It it, it, yeah, I, I felt like he – I mean, obviously with hindsight, yeah, was, it was yeah. a great decision, the draft. Because Rosen – no, I do feel – Even even if I, I do think Kyler Murray and him are not, like, as good as people say they are, that's still a – I mean, you've seen Josh Rosen now, and I can only imagine what it would be like to see Josh Rosen and Cliff Kingsbury's offense. I have a feeling that wouldn't be that good just to see Josh Rosen take shots downfield. Even like he's. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. um, Next topic. But. uh, So, here we're going to talk about the Dwayne Haskins situation. Now, this is. This is. This is definitely much more of an easy one to talk about because he's been much worse than Daniel Jones and. The Redskins are a hundred percent going to try to get his replacement. Wrong. There's no hope in that order. Oh, the football team! Uh, trust I, me, I, I, I don't blame you. I just, so I just like to be funny and say you say it wrong. That's the only reason. I... Yeah, yeah. yeah it, uh, it, trust it's me, they need to fucking. If they don't change that fucking name next year, I'm done. I'm watching the football team, my ass. Yeah, but I mean, he's 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 terrible. I mean, I've never seen a QB worse than um, when he's at his worst. worst. Like, 
Bryce when, Petty and Nathan Peterman. Nathan Bryce Petty, he's or even uh, Christian like, Hackenberg. I mean, he was horrible too. Christian Hackenberg didn't. Christian Hackenberg didn't play. Snap hasn't played a snap in the NFL. AAF, yeah, he has. But yeah, I mean, he was terrible. But you can't say he's been worse in the NFL just because he hasn't played snap. Um, but yeah, he's definitely worse than he's not worse than Nathan Peterman. I mean, because who I is? Guess. And he might, he might, Bryce Petty yeah, might play. He was still really fucking bad. So, so starting off with Dwayne Haskins, he was overrated coming out of his. A lot of his stuff when he was drafted, a lot of it was he had fifty touchdowns that year. He somehow he almost won the Heisman. When you look at when you think about that now, you you go like what? Like he almost won the Heisman, and now you're looking at him as a bust because he just played like one, and he's definitely a bust for the football team. I said it right. Uh, so. Yeah, it's uh, I I really don't know how you'd be that bad. Now, I'm trying to think of reasons, um, maybe just the bad. Or, I mean, oh, what's it called? What was I was about to say, a, a dude named Zach Schaumler on the internet. He made a very good point that Dwayne Haskins was not the most was not a real talented QB. He didn't have that escapability aspect to his game where he can just run out and make plays because he was a big quarterback coming out of Ohio State. Um, and then they were, uh, you know, and then, you know, he threw a lot of screen passes, which are never really a good sign for an NFL prospect. So a lot of the time, screen passes in college football can go all the way anytime you call it, especially when you have dynamic receivers like he did, like Terry McLaurin, Paris Campbell. Par- Paris Campbell was a great yeah. college receiver. And I don't uh, and I don't want to think anything different than that because it's facts. Um, well, also, where you land matters. And let's be real, the Washington at the time Redskins were very dysfunctional. And, and Jay Gruden, let's be real, he didn't like. No, yeah. Also, he did not want Haskins. Yeah, so that made it worse. He didn't he, even uh... fucking want it. When your coach, yeah, which uh, when your coach doesn't definitely... want you, and the team, the offensive line, and the receivers are horrible, then guess what? That's ingredients for disaster. And also, the Washington at the time Redskins yeah. were dealing with a bunch of, uh... yeah. Yeah, it uh, wasn't a great situation to be in, but do I think he could have done better in it? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think that he could have. When he was thrown into the Giants, a Giants, a Giants and the football team game, and uh, you could tell that he was not ready for it, and they threw him in there, which, I mean, it it really wasn't a great look for him. Yeah, so. I don't know. Things just never really kicked off for him. And when you look at him, actually, now let's actually go through his rookie season real quick. His first five games were terrible. 
He was he had he looked like he had a noodle arm. He was missing throws wide open. And then after the three games, he started to improve a little bit. And then we led him to the Eagles game where he threw for 261 yards and two touchdowns. And he looked so much better than he ever did. That's probably the best you'll ever do with the Redskins football team. Um, so, I mean, you know, it's a uh, – he just – I mean, he was – he looked good in those games too. I mean, it was as good as you'll get as yeah. a rookie, as a rookie – especially when you had terrible development. I mean, he was making some good throws. And like this Redskins fan said, I know, you know, there was something there. And he just felt upset that they couldn't do anything off of it. And so he finished the season off strong. You know, he uh, he left the game against the Giants, which he was doing very well in, in week 16 for an injury. I can't say what it is. I don't know what it is. Um, so... Sorry, that's my football, but I don't know what it is. I didn't know what it is. Um, so, uh, yeah, and then going into, you know, 2020 season, uh, Redskins fans were excited for him. Now, even when the rookie quarterback has been – had didn't have the great greatest rookie season, you there's still some excitement there. You should be young improving. And, and it's year two. Usually year two could be a great year for your young quarterback. Yeah, I mean, a lot, it's actually becoming a year three. more of a trend for guys to break out in year three with Josh Allen. Um, and Baker yeah, Mayfield. Oh, Mayfield was really bad in year two. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah, but then, so, uh, well, yeah, um, uh, let's just say. Yeah. Um, and then COVID happened. Their free agency. Normally, oh, they really free agency. didn't. They, I mean, they re-signed Brandon Scherf. And they yeah, did franchise tag. My bad. Which, uh, which is pretty much just a very expensive one-year deal. Just to keep him on the team. Yeah. When there's no real replacement. Oh, they, they traded Trent Williams to the Niners. Which yeah, I know, was, but the, he was still a trade with them. Uh, and they got a, they got I want to say a third this year, and they got a fifth the the, the um this draft. So whatever they use that on. Yeah, there's actually a running joke between uh, Redskins fans how they should name a quarterback how, how they should name Hurricanes Trent because he didn't never showed up to football games. Wait, what was the and joke? It was a pretty funny joke. Um, uh, we should name the next hurricane we get Hurricane Trent, so oh the hurricane never shows God. up. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, it's a little funny. Okay, yeah, I, I definitely good. laughed at it. But I understand why Trent Williams didn't want to play. The medical staff fucked up his situation horribly, and I understand it because it nearly killed him. Yeah, no, no one really disagreed with his decision, and he's also he was also in what we thought was going to be a playoff team this year. Obviously, yeah, not really good next year. So, and then what they did in the draft, they drafted Chase Young, which yeah, actually looked like a hit. He's played very good. Giants fans tried to say he's yeah, bad. He, he's, yeah, he's, he's going to be very probably an elite event. pass rusher. Probably could win a defensive. See, where I think went wrong is people thought he was going to break the sack record, which for a rookie, any rookie, that's 
a challenge. And second of all, that's yeah, just way too high for expectation. Chase Young's Chase Young. He's super – he's even better prospect than what Nick Bosa was. Yeah, Nick Bosa was considered yeah, the best the prospect he in the Yeah, the only reason he didn't go first overall time. was because Kyler Murray exists. Yeah, I wish uh, I wish we Jets got him, but I mean that's it's fine. I mean, Quentin yeah, Williams has played so really good this year. That. So, uh, and then the third round, they didn't have a second round pick. I forget what they pick. used it on. Let me check what. All right. No, the they didn't have a second round. They pick. traded they it to the Colts. Remember, it was the uh, Montez Sweat trade the year prior. Oh. You- well, right, that's that's actually working out for yeah, them. Yeah, sweat has been pretty decent, and yeah, and then thirty-four the really pick, good, actually. They use, the Colts used to select Michael Pittman Jr. Which yeah, he's been injured okay this year, play, so we won't judge that yet. And I forget what the forty-six pick was. Either. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think uh, yeah, but good. that ended up being a great trade in hindsight if you look at it. You basically got a super late first. And got a mid second, so that was a great trade for them too. And so with, and then with the third round pick, they were able to snag a rookie running back, really Antonio Gibson, which has been a very good draft pick for them. I mean, he was for having having a guy like Antonio Gibson who has like top ten running, maybe not top ten, top twelve. Yeah, and he's like running back ability. Yeah, and you know, and if you want yeah, to line him out man. wide, you probably, yeah, and then uh, yeah. So and obviously he's been really good at running back. Their fourth round pick, I think. The fourth round pick. I don't. I don't know what. Let me if see. I were to say they switched a, a center, and I think I think I think his name is Keith Ismail. Which I mean, he 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 yeah, let me hasn't check. really got a chance this year, from my knowledge. Let me check. Uh, hold on, Washington. Washington. Hold on, let me get their picks up here. Um. Okay. Let me check. Okay. Oh, in the fourth round, they picked Sadiq Charles. Which you've been into. So, yeah, they, they the, the rest of the draft yeah. hasn't been yeah, able and then to after prove that, themselves it was Antonio much. Gandy Golden out of Liberty. Yeah. Um, Who Keith, has been You injured. were right. They did draft Keith Ismail, but that was in the fifth round. Um, They drafted linebacker Kaliki Hudson out of Michigan in the fifth round. And finally, in round seven, they drafted Arkansas safety Cameron Curl. Yeah, oh, Cameron Curl's been amazing for a seventh-round pick. I don't know if you've watched one of his games, Tyler, but he's definitely a, a, a real good uh, player on their defensive line. Yeah, for and a seventh-rounder. that. Oh, wait, never mind. That was not their last pick. Um, their last pick was pick 229 with defensive end James Smith-Williams out of North Carolina State. Yeah, yeah he's really mainly, he was mainly much drafted because he was a really good athlete. I get that for most NFL. I, I get NFL. Yeah, so they're dr- guys. I mean, I'm more the toward the technician guys. Well, maybe I'm only saying that because that works out for the Packers and 
I don't know why. Typically, the athletic guys are not working for us for whatever reason. Well, I guess Rashawn Gary has been getting better. So, so I, I guess so. That's yeah. that. Yeah, but and then going into this season, people were expecting an okay year from Dwayne. And some people, some people were expecting a MVP dark horse season, which Wait, they expected no, that an never MVP happened. dark horse season from Haskins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, huh? yeah. It, it was definitely, definitely not the. It was definitely um, not the that may be their one of their darkest hours. Yeah, uh, I mean, if I remembered them, I would remind them of that's, uh, that's what really they said. Crazy. That's like, and now Dwayne Haskins has they sober. I don't, I, I don't think they, they were fully a tiny bit intoxicated. I don't know. It, they, they, they look like more. They, they look, look like, like morons now. They look like I mean, brain dead. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, they look. They look. They look like idiots. Retard alert! No. Um, but yeah. please leave me alone. Thanks, man. Um. Um. So yeah, it's uh, they look like complete morons now. His first game, they were down seventeen zero with to the uh, Eagles and. Uh, you know, oh, they were like choked that game. Choked that game. game. You can only call it a choke if a team is up by a shitload. Well, I'm not, not as much time left to lose. That's what I consider a choke. Anything else I think is misutilizing that word. Yeah. Um, True. I don't know, but he also he let it come back that game. He won the game twenty seven seventeen. Didn't play very good. He played kind of bad. Um, I mean, if you watch the tape that game, he was missing. He was missing everything. He was, he missed a lot of deep throws. He missed a a, a crap ton of. He was he, he was throwing. I don't. Know, he just wasn't really doing much. He did enough to win, oh, but fine. like at the same time, it wasn't really. And then the next game against the Cardinals, he doesn't do well. And then the next game against the Browns, he throws three interceptions. And and then what's it, and then week four, he's going against the Ravens, and he hasn't he has well, a, he a game against game, the Ravens. Yeah, he he had he a three hundred yard game. That, even though they lost game. Yeah, which is never a good look when you really are yeah, caring about a coaching staff didn't really have yeah. that like attachment to him because they didn't. You, not even his first one did. They they don't they don't have to keep him because he was a first round pick for them. He wasn't a first round pick for them. He was a he was there yeah. before them. And uh Yeah, so it, it definitely uh So yeah, it was it, it was definitely 
a really bad sign that he was bragging about a a blowout loss just because he threw 300 yards that he got from cherry picking easy passes and you and you look at how many passes he attempted he definitely was just checking the ball down just getting as much yards as they can and it was a it was what's it was not very uh it was not very smart move from the brag he had a really good throw probably the best throw of his career but I mean, what did it really matter? Um, you know. Yeah. So I was looking at someone on my phone. But uh, so yeah, they didn't have that attachment to him to say, you know, we drafted this quarterback. We have to keep developing. Where the new coaching staff is on the very say, they, you know, he was there before us. You know, if he works out, he works out. But if he doesn't, no biggie. We didn't. We don't have to. We don't have to say, you know, and and the new GM, the GM also doesn't have that attachment. So it's definitely it was definitely a prove it year for Haskins, yeah. but he didn't prove it. So yeah, it was. Uh, it, it definitely wasn't. So yeah, and on to our next cake. Um, also, before that, Dwayne Haskins uh, was out partying last night uh, with a bunch of girls wearing number Dwayne Haskins jerseys, celebrating a loss where he threw two interceptions. Um, so that kind of says something about him that he's partying after a loss. Where he did a lot to push to not to not have that win, where and he did a lot to you know lose in the game, throwing two interceptions. Um. So yeah, it was definitely it, it, it was definitely not a good. It's this is not a good season for Dwayne. I don't even know where I can say his future is going to be. Um, as, as a player. I, with guys like Carson Wentz being on the market, Sam Darnold possibly getting traded, uh, I don't know where Dwayne Haskins is going to fit in between them. So it's going to be hard to get a, a, a probably just a pick for Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. So this has been not. So, and on to our next topic. We're talking about the the breakout game of Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts had about 300 yards passing, 400 yards total, and he looked like he was he, he looked better than Carson Wentz has all season. Um, and it's very interesting because you know you would have never expected you would have never expected Jalen Hurts to even start this year. People were expecting him to be. Uh, yeah. We're expecting her to even play and let alone play good. So, I don't know if he's going to be the guy for very long there. Yeah, I but he definitely that could after that performance. Yeah, he that must be an awful thing to, to know, guy. from going from the guy. Yeah, and 
traded. He'll probably get. He'll probably. He'll probably yeah, be traded before Sam Donald does. Because the real only edge Darnold would have is so. Maybe yeah, just a younger QB to develop. Because Carson Wentz is what twenty-seven. Right, yeah, right so, and remember, yeah. thirty years old or even thirty-two years old is young for a quarterback now. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, and you know, you went from like I like like you said, you you went from being you know the guy. All the way from high school to the NFL, and then you just get benched. That obviously he's done well this year, but when he thought was terrible. So it it must definitely be a rough time for him. Yeah, it's definitely because you thought you're the franchise. You're you're helped. You had a near MVP caliber season. You had. Everything you went thirteen and three, and even though you got hurt, you still have a Super Bowl ring to your name. I mean, yeah. I mean, he. Uh, it's just, it's just he got it all, and then. I but I do feel the Eagles front office is definitely to blame for this because. Yeah, he definitely. Because uh, they didn't surround him well, and. I don't know if Roseman's the guy now, because. Yeah, I would. I, I would have. Yep. Roseman has just, just failed to get any kind of talent. Well, yeah, he's only since like 2014 or something. The Eagles have drafted one Pro Bowler, and guess who that one Pro Bowler is? Nelson Aguilar. Okay, let's be serious. I I, I thought it was. He had a great 2017. Who was it? It was Wentz. Oh God. <laughs> That's the one. So outside of when, now there's been some solid players, but outside of that, the next best player was Jordan Hicks, and he isn't even with the team anymore. Yeah, that's uh, like, <laughs> sorry about that. My bad. Ugh. Allergies. I fucking hate them. Anyway. But, yeah, like, if I look at the Eagles' drafts, like, let me see. I'm going to do since 2014, so list of Eagles' drafts. All right, let me go to Pro Football Reference. They're a great site for this. Okay. So, we're going to start with 2014. If it would load, please. Thank you. So, 2014. Marcus Smith, Jordan Matthews, Josh Huff, Jalen Watkins, Taylor Hart, Ed Reynolds, Bayou Allen. Bayou Allen? Yeah, the only one that is in – yeah. The only one that is actively playing right now is Jalen Watkins. And none of them are on the team anymore. Yeah. Um, 2015. Nelson Aguilar, Eric Rowe, well, he's not better with the Dolphins, Jordan Hicks, Ja'Cory Shepard, Randall Evans, 
Brian Mahalik. Um, yeah. That's very, um, Eric Rowe didn't even develop with the Eagles much. Yeah, I, I thought he was dressed by the Patriots. No, um, and, um, yeah, none of those guys are on the team anymore. 2016, Carson Wentz, okay. Isaac Samalo, oh, yeah, Wendell he's... Smallwood, Hal Vitae. Halapulavati Vitae. Yeah, Blake Countess, who is isn't he with you guys now? Blake Countess, I I guess. I mean, um, Jalen Mills, Alex McAllister, and Joe Walker. The yeah. only one out of those guys producing is guess what? Wentz. Two thousand seventeen. Derek Barnett. Okay, Sidney Jones. I'm gonna give a pass because he was supposed to go higher before he got hurt. So I'm gonna give that one a pass. Rasul Douglas, Matt Collins, Donald Pumphrey, Shelton Gibson, Nathan Jerry, Elijah Qualls. Guess what? The only one that's actively on the team is Derek Barnett. Um, or yeah, I'm pretty sure he's the only one actively on the team. Um, 2018, Dallas Goddard, Avante Maddox, Josh Sweat, Matt Pryor, and Jordan. Malata. Malata. Who's been good? All right. So, really, it's just Goddard and Malata. Yeah. And 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 the sad thing is that Malata, who knows how Andre Dillard does when he comes back. Yeah, so maybe it's like a trade chip or something. And then 2018. Or 2019, my bad. Andre Dillard. Miles Sanders, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, yeah. Miller, Clayton Thorson. Yeah, that's... And Clayton uh, Thorson is no longer in the NFL. Yeah, Clayton Thorson was an F pick. Even I guess after a fifth first... rounder, but... It's weird. Like, you always draft, like, they don't feel comfortable with Wentz. And the only one that's productive is, guess what? Miles Sanders. And... Finally, 2020, though 2019 and 2020 are too hard to judge. Um, Jalen Rager, Jalen Hurts, Davion Taylor, Kayvon Wallace, Jack Driscoll, John Hightower, Sean Bradley, Quez Watkins. Wait, Prince Tigawanogo is already out of the league? Um, how the fuck is that, that possible? Uh, uh, how is it? Never mind. In case I, you I, I, I thought he was just on their practice squad. No, it says it doesn't even have it doesn't even say he's on the team anymore. Unless well, it, it says all the others say to 2020. His is blank. Well it says on it says in his bio on, on Instagram that he's a uh Philadelphia Eagles, so... I, I, I'm just going to guess he's maybe on the practice squad. That's why it isn't highlighted. Mm-hmm. Um, it sucks, because actually, now thinking about it, I did like a lot of these picks on paper. I, I like the Driscoll pick. I really liked him. I like the Hightower pick. I like the Quez Watkins pick. Even the Winogo pick, that's pretty good value for the sixth round. Um, yeah. And Kayvon Wallace, I kind of like. But it's just it just hasn't been very productive. 
Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to give that one some time because that one's too early to judge. And did I mention Casey Tuhill at the end? Because not then, yeah, he was the seventh round. He got cut. Oh, he did? I think he did. Oh. I'm not going to expl- explain that one. I'm not going to blame because seventh round picks sometimes don't make the team. Yeah, that, that definitely is not a good draft. And their GM has not been a good uh a good definitely not. because like there's been contributors like Miles Sanders we know is above average. We already know that. Yeah. But um But outside of Jordan Hicks Ma- and Goddard, who honestly now probably looks like tight end one now, they probably because remember they were the Packers were looking to trade for Zach Ertz, and they probably could have dealt him. They probably could have dealt him. I mean, they probably, I mean, do you think they still could? After the season? I don't know, because Tanyan's now emerged, and we drafted Josiah DeGuara this year and Jake Sternberger the year before. So... Yeah. Yeah. Well, that concludes our uh, episode. Um, I, I don't know what episode this is. I'll, I'll know after I upload I it. I think it's episode three. I'm pretty sure it's episode three. All right. Well, this is the uh, – we're pretty sure that it's episode three. So, uh, we're, uh, we are wrapping up episode three, and uh, we would like to thank you for listening. And we'll see you Thank you, everyone. Episode. I'm very excited to do more podcasts. Sorry um, of the toilet sounds and um, my mom in the background. So, sorry about that. Oh, I didn't hear any toilet sounds. Oh, well, I guess toilet sounds don't go into the podcast, Mike, I guess. But... We'll see you guys on the next for... episode. Yep. Thank you, everyone. We're excited to see you next time. All right, bye.